0: back everybody to another episode of what the heck is crypto apologies for being off last week i was at eth denver a very large ethereum conference had a great time there met up with some guys um some fans from the uh the other podcast i do the alfalfa podcast had a nice meetup um got to record a live episode with uh ledger from from up only uh it was a great little episode so if you want to check that out uh you can find that on uh uh, the Alfalfa Pod YouTube uh, talk trading the future of Ethereum some some good stuff there. Um, as I uh, as I record this episode, we are uh, we are dumping very hard. Um, we're d- we're dumping in all markets. Uh, stocks are way down. Uh, crypto, especially, is uh, absolutely getting killed last couple of days. Uh, Ethereum fourteen eighty six as I record this, and it seems to be uh, trending lower. Not going to lie, everybody, it's been a bit of a rough week in the crypto markets and uh, doesn't look like it's getting better anytime soon. Unfortunately, just a heads up, this is going to be a bit of a doomer episode. <laughs> I'm not normally a, a absolute perma bear, but I, I think some caution is warranted in the current environment. So I want to you know, give you a little overview of uh, what's kind of causing this current dump. And uh, what some headwinds might be in the near future, and then you know, hopefully, hopefully at some point in <laughs> some point soon in the, the coming months, we can we can start to turn this uh, ship around. So, so first off, I think a big major catalyst this week that you need to be aware of was the the remarks of Fed chair Jerome Powell, who was uh, testifying before a House Financial Services hearing. Uh, earlier this week, and in just a few minutes of commentary, he sort of just completely changed the market's perspective uh, on interest rates. Last time he gave a talk, he uh, was pretty was pretty dovish at a, a prior FOMC meeting. Um, seemed to say that the disinflation process was on the way, and 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 markets had been pricing in a. Uh, a lower terminal rate and a, and basically a softer Fed in the near future under the premise that inflation w- was ticking down. And we saw some really brutal rallies, uh, brutal if you were on the sidelines or short uh, earlier this year. Stocks rallied pretty hard. Crypto rallied uh, even harder. We saw a lot of coins do like incredible gains, you know, three four hundred percent gains on on some coins in just a matter of months. But it, it seems like the the party is over now. Markets are now expecting a, a 50 basis point increase in March. Uh, last I checked, the probability of that was uh, 78%. It had been uh, close to zero. Uh, <laughs> people were even talking about the possibility that there would be no hike earlier. And that, that is just uh, completely off the table. Uh, January inflation data came in pretty hard. And the the labor market just seems to be incredibly strong. And even though the prices of goods uh, are going down, the services sector and and the wages, they just make up such a huge chunk of the economy. And it's it's going to be really, really, really difficult to see a sustained drop in inflation towards the Fed's target levels with, uh, with employment so strong. We saw a, a really snippy exchange between uh, Jay Powell and Elizabeth Warren during this testimony, where where Warren called him out for, you know, basically uh, wanting to cause a recession. It's something the Fed hasn't said directly, but they are predicting a significant rise in the unemployment rate by the end of the year, uh, a rise that we've never seen without recession. So uh, Warren called him out on this, asked him if he uh, intended to put two million Americans out of work. Uh, and if he thought that was a good idea and, and, and Jerome sort of came back at her and said, well, do you think it's a better idea if these people have to deal with uh, inflation at six percent forever and not just these two million people, but everybody in the country? And that sort of is the crux of the issue with the Fed, like they they can cause pain for, you know, a few million people in order to save uh, you know hundreds of millions of people from the the pressures of inflation that's kind of how they're looking at it uh, and it seems like we are once again uh on a path to uh, higher interest rates and lower prices and risk assets so crypto didn't like that news but then if that wasn't bad enough we got some we got some other you know pretty pretty nasty news um, the other day and that's that the uh, Silvergate Bank is going to uh shut down operations and and, and self-liquidate. Silvergate was one of the uh, maybe the largest. I don't. Know, I have to double check that uh, bank that served everybody in the crypto industry. I mean, there were a lot of lot of banks and exchange, a lot of exchanges tied into uh, Silvergate's network. Silvergate. Uh, had just a lot of money pulled, you know, like large, large, uh, large exchanges like uh, Coinbase and such sort of announced they were, they were pulling some money from the bank and that sort of became a, a bank run and a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy and, and the bank shut down. I think a lot of people in crypto are blaming Senator Warren for effectively causing this bank run and, and then the shutdown of the bank. And now she's sort of grandstanding, uh, saying that, see, this is, is crypto is bad. See these banks shutting down. Well, you know, it's a little bit of a intellectual dishonesty uh, from her, in my opinion. But uh, unsurprisingly, uh, market's not reacting very well <laughs> to this news. We saw further sell off um, when that came to pass. The uh, number of banks still willing to offer services to uh, crypto companies is is dwindling to uh, scary low numbers right now. It's 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 pretty rough out there. Uh, and if that weren't uh, weren't bad enough. We we got some news today that um, the U.S. government seemed to be moving a large swath of its Bitcoin stash, I think a, a couple hundred million dollars or so uh, to Coinbase exchange, presumably <laughs> to sell those Bitcoins and then presumably to use those funds to <laughs> put more pressure on crypto. It's just sort of like a, a vicious, uh, vicious cycle in the wrong direction right now, unfortunately. So... That's what's happening this week. That's what's been kind of putting downward pressure on crypto. Want to bring some future headwinds to your attention as well, um, because I, I think there's still potentially more uh, blood on the horizon. First thing I want to call your attention to, more of a reminder, because we we talk about this on the uh, on the program, you know, from time to time in the past, and and that's to keep an eye on the uh, the stablecoin market cap. Uh, stablecoin market cap tells you the amount of stablecoin dollar liquidity sort of is like in the 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 crypto ecosystem. Crypto is its own ecosystem that kind of has its own sub liquidity. Um, stablecoin market cap just continues to go down and down and down and down we're just seeing liquidity exit the system which means that there's sort of less free capital to support crypto prices um, if you are a savvy longer term crypto investor and you have the ability to kind of uh, track this data um, can give you a good idea of when it might be a good time to start uh, more aggressively buying crypto in the future but and in, in, as long as this number keeps like ticking down I'm not really going to be aggressively buying uh, personally. Other thing that's on the horizon that we've talked about is the Shanghai fork. We we got some news recently that Ethereum Shanghai fork was pushed off probably until April now. For those of you not familiar, uh, Shanghai is the uh, is the update where we're going to enable withdrawals for ETH staking. Currently, if you've staked your ETH, you are unable to withdraw it uh, to withdraw it. Been that way for uh, a few years. Uh, what this means, long story short, is that there's going to be a lot of Ethereum, uh, a, a lot, a lot of ETH hitting, hitting the market. Um, a lot of ETH hitting the market that did not uh, previously uh, exist in the circulating supply. It was locked up, but now as people are able to withdraw, they will be able to sell that staked ETH. Um, how much is going to get sold is a is an open question. Uh, we've seen estimates anywhere from uh, you know, about a half million ETH to, to three million ETH potentially hitting the market uh, over the course of, of, of one to three months. And uh, to give you an idea of what that looks like, we've talked a lot about the merge and the supply that's been taken off the market as a result of the merge and how bullish this is for price because we're just reducing these daily sell flows. Well, the merge happened about uh, six or so months ago and in that six months, we have taken uh, two million ETH off the market that otherwise would have been sold. So you can kind of use that for context. Uh, it seems that I, I, I think, as my, my best guess is, there's about a million and a half to two million ETH sold um, after the 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 Shanghai Shanghai update goes through, and that will take place probably around one and a half to two months. So we're talking about potentially an equivalent amount of ETH that was taken off the market for the merge in six months now being put back on the market in two months. And, and, and if this happens in tandem with like a continued uh, deterioration in, in the macro markets, like we could, we could see a lot, a lot lower I think than, than, than people think in the, in the coming months. So, Definitely remain defensive out there. I think that if you're like a long-term holder, you're you're going to get a good opportunity to to accumulate what I believe to be a, a really incredible asset uh in ETH over the you know the coming the coming months. Hopefully not the coming years, but hopefully just over the you know the 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 coming months. I I, I remain optimistic that we can kind of get through this storm, hopefully in like a in a six month. Uh, period or so. That's my best guess. But as as I like to say on this program all the time, um, making predictions in, in financial markets is is extraordinarily difficult and and best left to the uber professionals. So, if you are somebody who's looking to accumulate for the next bull run, um, the next few months is 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 going to be uh, the time to do it. I know that. Some of you out there probably got caught out in the FOMO, the excitement, the euphoria of the little mini bubble that we've had over the last few months. Maybe a few of you uh, bought the top of that, let your emotions get the best of you, and now you're underwater. Well, in the coming weeks, in the coming months, you are potentially going to have the opposite happen where fear starts taking over. Um, And much in the same way that that euphoria cause you to buy when you shouldn't have bought, the fear causes people to uh, either sell when they shouldn't be selling or to not buy when they should be buying. Um, so take a pragmatic approach to this. If you are looking at stuff crashing and, and you are starting to just really, really get scared, um, probably a good time to to take a step back and maybe fade your emotions. Um, when everybody is panicking, that is generally... The best time to be buying. I'm not saying to shove it all in at once, but you know, while things are ugly, maybe take a little bit of your stash that you've set aside to buy crypto, and just buy a little bit, either every day or every week, and 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 plan on doing that for say the next six months or so. And I've, I think if you kind of spread your cash out and you you don't try to time the bottom and you just sort of pragmatically accumulate, you know, you can get your your dollar cost average. Down on on Ethereum or Bitcoin or whatever other coin that uh, you're wanting to accumulate uh, for the next bull run, and I don't know if that next bull run is going to start later this year or next year, maybe even not until 2025. It it really is a difficult environment out there with the the new paradigm we see uh, in, in in global interest rates. So anybody who tells you they know what's going to happen is 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 lying to you, but. But what I what I do know is that as a as an investor, if you believe in something, time is on your side. There's that old saying, uh, "Time in the market versus timing the market." And while I do think timing the market is a little bit more beneficial in crypto than it is in uh, in stocks or or other traditional markets, um, we are, if you zoom way 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 out, in prices that I believe to be fairly deep value on Bitcoin, and I would say moderate value on ethereum but but still value that's not to say that we can't lose another 50% here we 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 certainly can right um but 50% downside risk in crypto is actually not that bad you're usually trying to avoid the the uh, 90 95% or even uh, 100% uh, downside risk in crypto and if you' your dollar cost averaging as the price goes down 50 percent you know at the end of that you may only end up eating a you know 20 25 uh, percent uh, loss on that um, at the end of the day when the market bottoms and then you will be in a, a, a very strong position to hopefully uh, capture the upside on the way back up, and and then you can be one of these people who is um, sitting cozy and and taking profits as everybody else FOMOs back in, instead of being one of those people who uh, once again FOMO in at the top of the market uh, when everything catches fire again and everybody's talking about it. All right. Well, hope you enjoyed that episode, guys. Uh, sorry if I got you a little, uh, little depressed there, but it, it is what it is. I, 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 I call it like I see it. Um, Patience is the name of the game right now. Discipline is the name of the game as a as a crypto investor. Uh, hopefully next week we'll be back with uh, some brighter news. And <laughs> I hope this uh, news gets uh, gradually brighter uh, over the coming months. Uh, I am excited to see uh, what summer uh, onward brings for Ethereum as we get past Shanghai, as we get past that selling pressure. And and, and hopefully as we get past some of these uh, renewed feared uh, in the uh Renewed fears in the TradFi market. So, uh, until I see you again next week, I hope you all have a lovely weekend and uh, you'll know where to find me next Friday. Bye bye. Seeking the truth never gets old.